is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of July 22nd, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. And this week... Whew... I don't know how much longer we have of this. It's, it's quite episode possibly, tw- <laughs> it's quite possibly the end of the world, and you know it. <laughs> it's episode twenty-five. Football under attack. All right, guys. This week it was established that the game of football is under attack, and with that, so is our great country. And uh, my sentiments exactly. Woof. Larry Fedora, North Carolina head coach, ACC Media Days, had uh, quite quite the uh, sound bite we're going to play a little bit later, but he says football's under attack. The XFL's trying to change the sport of football as we know it. The AAF has already introduced new rules. Things are changing. Right now, Bryant, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm great. I'm, I'm... I'm curious to see what kind of a siege uh, football is under right now. Well, well, right now, would you say, I want to ask you, football right now is kind of like a lost puppy. And the puppy's going through changes. And everything seems weird. Would you say that's a pro- the proper assessment for where we're at with football? <laughs> is this from the, the Puppy Who Lost Its Way book? Is that yeah, yeah, great, great book I read once upon a time, yes. <laughs> Uh, I guess it's struggling to get found. Maybe it's maybe it's been found. It's at the uh, adoption home right now, and everybody just kind of wants to make it look like a dog that they really don't know what it is. Right? They're just looking at it. They're like, "Oh, I want to take this poodle, and because it's so pretty, but you don't really know what the poodle is, so you just put it back." And then you look at another dog. I don't know. I mean, what is football right now? I don't know, Brian. I mean, I think maybe a better way to explain it is. Uh, you know, uh, dogs are being, you know, they're being picked up at pet stores, you know, shelters, adoption centers all over the world. But there's people that are trying to change dogs. You know, it, it's like they're trying to genetically change them and they want them to have five legs or, you know, sh- shorter hair. What, what's the matter with the way they are right now? Who do you know that's trying to change a dog to have five legs? Just curious. Well, I, 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 I don't know about five legs, but I know of a big dog <laughs> that people are trying to turn <laughs> one way but this dog wants to just stay and do its own thing and you know things could uh, it's just a whole it's a whole thing right now with the changes in football no very very entertaining quote from larry fedora we're going to play today and it kind of coincides with what the xfl was asking they're asking about the actual uh, look of their game when it comes to the jerseys but Larry Fedora was talking about the philosophical look of football and how it's going to be different. So we're going to examine that, the look of football in the future. But before we do, 
Reminder, everybody, you could follow along all week long at XFL Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We asked a pretty, I think, interesting poll question this week about how the XFL should broadcast its games. We'll give you the results there and kind of assess that. But first, let's dive into the news. And the first thing up is, we didn't get to this last week. The interview happened a couple weeks ago, but... We had a lot on our plate for last week, and we got to get to it this week. Things are moving slow anyway. It's the road to 2020. But Oliver Luck, guys, did an interview on Fox Sports Radio with Doug Gottlieb, and he was asked basically the same questions he's been asked, but he got into maybe a little bit further detail as to why Vince McMahon hired him. And really, Doug Gottlieb, credit to him, he went out there and said, hey, the XFL had a bunch of gimmicks that were silly and a joke. How are you going to change this? And Oliver Luck basically, well, here's his answer, saying, Vince McMahon hired me to clean that up. Second thing I think involves Vince himself. You know, I think he realizes, quite honestly, he's kind of a self-aware individual. He realizes that a lot of the things that they did, you know, whether it was you know during the game uh, or or you know sort of around the game, even with you know the names on the back of the jerseys, those were gimmicky. You know, uh, and you know, I said to him, Vince, I'm, I'm I, I want a game that is has the highest priorities for health and safety because I don't think the American public will you know accept any league that doesn't prioritize that. I want a game that's you know serious. Uh, sure, the game has to be modified, and, and we can do that intelligently. Uh, but Vince, you know, agreed to all of that. And quite honestly, the reason he's hired me is, is uh, you know, to get sort of my expertise and the expertise of, of the people that I'll surround myself with to, you know, to, to create that reimagined game. So, you know, he realizes, to cut yeah. to the chase, Doug, he realizes that, you know, some mistakes were, were made, you know, back in 2001 with the first iteration of the league and, and does not intend to, you know, to, to remake those or recommit those errors. Vince McMahon doesn't want to recommit the gimmicky errors, but what were the gimmicks that really need to go, guys? That's the question. Uh, scramble, obviously, something I, I, like that. I was going to say the, the scramble, first of all. You know, the modified overtime rules, definitely. Uh, you know, the quality of the play, first and foremost. It's the quality of the play. Yeah, and probably on the field interviews with coaches trying that, to stir uh, up wrestling, uh, wrestling angles with coaches and announcers, cheerleader storylines. <laughs> yeah, I guess those would be some of the gimmicks. But he did mention he said names on the back of the jerseys is one of the gimmicks that has to go. I, I have to believe the XFL is doing a lot of great outreach on Twitter and Facebook, asking bluntly, "What do you want to see?" To fans, when they ask that question, if they do. Don't you believe that the majority of people are going to vote in favor of custom names on the back of a jersey? Who cares? That that was one of the great things about the XFL, gimmick-wise. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, if I had a vote in that, which, you know, I, probably I do because I have a Twitter account and we know that they're listening. Yeah, I mean, you can call the different names on the back of the jerseys gimmicks. But that was a great gimmick. You know, a gimmick doesn't always have to be a negative thing. Yeah, they do have negative connotations, I guess, when you talk about gimmicks. But that was one gimmick that absolutely, absolutely worked. That was that was kind of like uh, bringing a snake to the ring, if you ask me. That there's nothing wrong with that. That's just all good fun, Bryant. Well, yeah, and but at that point, you're making the name on the back more important than the name on the front. So, is that something you want to go down again with the XFL? Hmm. Well, that's an old school mentality, but it makes sense. I respect it. It is all about 
the name on the front of the jersey, L.A. Extreme, if you will, or Las Vegas Outlaws. Well, well I'm not even saying – but what I'm saying is, is that you don't want players – who, you don't want anybody going into business for themselves, is what you're saying. That's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you don't want to be like the school. NFL, where you've had a video game that's been out for almost 30 years, and this is the first time ever a player is unmasked on the cover of that that game. Madden 19, Antonio Brown is the first player ever to not be wearing a helmet, and you can actually see his face and his personality on the new cover. The NFL is always being accused of covering up their athletes and their personalities and not letting us get to know them like we know, say, NBA superstars or soccer players. I don't know. I mean, go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I don't know if it really matters if the, you know, people buy a ticket because they're supporting the logo or the entire team or one player. The the important thing is they're buying a ticket. I mean, I, I just find it hilarious that right now in the NBA, I mean, I'm out here in Los Angeles, and how many people are so opposed to LeBron joining the Lakers? And and it, and it and it and it baffles my mind that if you're a Laker fan, why would you not want the greatest player in the NBA to join your team? That to me is too much individuality. People are thinking of the player and not the team. So if fans start thinking that way and they're like, "Oh, he hate me. I don't want him on my team." Now he joins my team. I don't like him. What the hell's going on? Then you avo- then you get away from the support of a team. And you you start individualizing the players, and now people start asking about players, and I think this becomes a mess when you should be cheering for the team, regardless of the players. Well, that that's one of the more controversial gimmicks. I think some of the other ones were are easier to drop, but Oliver Luck uh, definitely set uh, his, his mindset is to not be too gimmicky. He's he's laid that out there, but he was also really really pushing hard in that interview of uh, shortening games, which we've talked extensively about in the past, but. He said basically that the ratio of active minutes in a football game versus the actual length of the broadcast of a football game is way off, and that could be cleaned up easily, he thinks. I mean, there are all sorts of – all kinds of different suggestions, a running clock, uh, no quarters and just playing halves. Uh, He he actually brought that up. He said, what do we need quarters for? These are pro athletes. They don't need – rest every every quarter they don't need all this rest they're well-conditioned fine-tuned athletes um i don't know about that i guess you'll find out in a few weeks there bryant when you go to uh alliance of american football training camp and tryouts you'll see (laughs) how the next tier of football players after the nfl are looking when it comes to cardio but uh yeah all the all those suggestions i'd say it's a safe bet guys that oliver luck is going to make sure that the structure time-wise is going to be different than what we're traditionally used to is that a good thing or bad thing jake no quarters in well first of all i, I think whenever uh, mr luck was talking about these pro athletes don't don't need a break he wasn't specifically referring to bryant in that one uh <laughs> what was the question you posed to me do we need quarters you're too busy thinking of me and you missed the question can yeah, i answer he, the question he's <laughs> trying yeah brian you can answer the question he's just trying to say you have good cardio but i don't know <laughs> uh you need you need pauses in a game right you can't continuously go even soccer who has a running clock is the most asinine uh suggestion because you get wasted time. It's it's all wasted time. You got to go. If you want a fixated time, you have to speed up the game. You do 10-minute well, quarters and you do a smarter, um, I'm sorry, shorter uh, uh, play clocks. And that's it. That's it. You're a shorter game. You, you do shorter quarters, shorter play clocks, and you're done. 
there's there's really not much to it. I think. But what if the game was the same length, but there was just more football being, you know, uh, you know, per capita time being played? I I don't know what the stat is out there. You know what an NFL uh, an NFL stat snap lasts? I don't know four and a half to five seconds. That that seems about right in my head. What if you shorten the play clock, and even if you have a you know a short play where it's a rush for no yards, the next play is going to come a lot quicker. So you're gonna you're gonna have more of something. You know what though? Think of it. I'm I'm torn a little bit because thinking about that now is if you speed up the play, then you're speeding up the offensive and all the the, the you know the play calling all that stuff. And then what do we what is this season? What is the XFL all about? Everybody, the quality of the play. The quality of the play. Are so you the quality, quality of the play. play? The quality would decrease if you don't give the if you rush your players enough time. Yes. That's true. But what about this, guys? What about just getting rid of time? The only clock you need is a play clock, and we just have a set amount of plays that you you have to reach. What if First we do that? Scores. We, we've got either uh, we, we go to a certain amount of points or we go a certain amount of plays, and it's over after those that amount of plays have been played. Uh, and you could you could – Average that out, the average amount of total plays allotted to both teams to share in a game and have at it. I think that's that's something to consider. If you want to speed it up, there is no time at all. The you, All there is is a play clock, and keep it moving. There are no quarters. I, I think stop you need, it at a certain amount of plays for a halftime. I, I think you need time. Whether it's counting down or counting up, time. that's a debate for another time. But listen, guys, we saw what happened this past week. When you don't, you know, you don't tell the audience how much time is left in a sporting event. They just can't handle it. Thank, thank God Pittsburgh is not one of our cities that we chose for the XFL, but we'll get into that at some other point again. The, Alan, the, wrong, the problem I have with that is what about in a blowout? Do you make the team that's getting blown out go to all their plays? No, it's not going to be a total amount for each team to get to run. It's okay, a total well, amount for both teams to share. 30 nothing. What I'm saying is, then, you're going to put a mercy to, rule into effect. That's that's too many rules for people to follow. You don't have you don't need a mercy rule. There's a total amount of combined plays that need to be reached, and once it once it's reached, the game's over, and whoever's winning at that amount of plays, it's just something to consider if you want to be different, if you want to eliminate time and move this game along. But getting rid of quarters, I either way, you get rid of quarters and just make it halves or whatever. I think that might be too drastic of a change. And they're they're saying they don't want to gimmick it up. They want to, they don't want to change football and piss off people like Larry Fedora of North Carolina. I think getting rid of quarters would do that. Quarters are essential to football, if you ask me. What what kind of analogies can you make then? You can't tell your team, guys, it's the second half and and, and the clock's winding down. No, you say it's the fourth quarter. You got to hold the four up when that when that gun. Shoots up into the sky, Jake. You hold the four up for the fourth quarter. It's a very important metaphor for the sport of football. Exactly. And when when does you know when does the the announcer know when to press play on Renegade as well? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if any any XFL teams are going to be going Steeler style there with some sticks. But uh, Oliver Luck did a did a, another fine job being the face of the XFL, honestly answering some questions there. 
Uh, a lot of that interview was kind of wasted talking about him growing up in Cleveland. Uh, no one cares about that. We want to know more about what you plan, and it seems like Oliver Luck's going to be pushing for very fat, very fast-paced games, two hours, and it sounds like he's going to really strip the XFL from what it was before. It's going to be a completely different XFL. I wonder if this – here's another question – is this new XFL going to more resemble the old XFL or the current NFL? Well, I think the old XFL, other than the few gimmicks that we just talked about, was pretty much NFL football. Right? I mean, did it have to get what the play clock was? Maybe it was 25, 30 seconds? I don't remember. The rules were a little gimmicky, but I mean, it was football. You, you, you didn't look at these two sports and say, oh, they're completely different games. They're basically the same game. You know, you a lot had of, four minute, uh, four quarters of fifteen minutes. Uh, a lot of downs. hitting, a lot more hitting in, in the old XFL than even today's NFL. Uh, a lot more violent, I'd say. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, the NFL today. Well, of course, we've talked about this. The NFL very influenced by the XFL broadcast wise, and that was uh, our poll question this week was about the broadcasting of the new XFL. We put it out there. How should the XFL broadcast their games? And we asked all of you listeners, should the XFL broadcast their games on an XFL app or traditional cable and network TV or Facebook and Twitter through social media or Vince McMahon's involved? How about the WWE Network? I don't know if you guys saw the results, but Jake, do you have an idea? Do you have a guess of what won our poll? Uh, I'm going to guess that, uh, you know, Standard Television won the poll because that's what I voted for. Yes, it did. Regular old cable and network TV still winning out even in the digital age. Yeah, I I think that's the way you have to attempt to go because, you know, even like us, you know, we're all we're all around the same age, you know, a a younger crowd. We do everything online. But whenever I sit down and you know watch football, I sit down at one o'clock on a Sunday and I turn on the television. I, I do everything else, you know, almost through apps, whether, whether I'm beaming them or casting them to my television. But I think this is the way you have to go. And if you want to get, you know, that that mid to older crowd, I don't think they're going to be pulling up their iPhone, logging on to an app and figuring out how to get it to their big screen. Yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of families, you know, with younger uh children that that understand how to cut the cord still can't cut the cord because their parents don't know how to use netflix on their smart television you know so television is probably the best way to go parents are going to be the ones with the most money so you're probably going to want to try to cater to them as best as you can but we're talking about tv as if it's an option as well right we don't know if someone's going to be wanting to broadcast this or or how that's going to work i mean they don't we don't want to put them on some you know, channel that only a third of the country gets either. So you got to be careful with exactly how you uh, are, you're going to pick your broadcasting rights. Yeah, the AAF, I think, did a good job because their first and championship game is going to be on CBS, the traditional CBS, CBS Sports Network. That's the kind of channel you don't – it doesn't benefit you to really be on. I mean, do you guys know the arena football is on the CBS Sports Network? Probably not. Because not a lot of people watch that station. And the XFL gunning for a station like that, I, I mean, it's all right. And then, of course, the AAF, majority of their games are going to be on their own app. Uh, the XFL app, I think, is definitely something that needs to be broadcasting their own games. I voted the WWE Network 
because I think even more so than some obscure cable channel guys, that's how you get the most eyeballs to the product. Although I know uh, we want to keep uh, an arm's distance away from the WWE. We even had someone chime in on our Twitter. Uh, Nunu said, please not WWE network. Uh, no connection to WWE. I, I think Nunu might've been confused and thought we were the official XFL account because they said, I thought you said no connection to WWE. Uh, Nunu, if you're listening, uh, no, we are not. The we are the official, official XFL. We're the official unofficial XFL podcast. That's for sure, Nunu. And we are the original, uh, <laughs> the official and original the XFL show podcast for sure. I think it would behoove them to stay away from the WWE network for the simple reason that if you're already paying for the network like myself and you get XFL games on there, they're losing out on money. They're losing an extra subscriber there. That's that. That's true. You're getting more eyeballs to it, but you're not getting any extra revenue, which makes sense there, Jake. Uh, the order it came in was TV number one and second XFL app and Facebook, Twitter, WWE Network, both basically tied in our poll. Uh, surprising to me that uh, social media streaming didn't do that well here. The NFL's all about that. Uh, and yet, not a lot of people are really watching their games. I, I, I mean, they say they get good numbers there, but uh, still people don't want to have to watch on Twitter or Facebook, I guess, yeah. or, or Amazon or any kind of digital, you well, know, internet-connected uh, streaming. I, I'll tell you this. I, I think I watched two games this past season on uh, on Prime because, um, you know, I was in the process of moving and, you know, that's that's all I had at that time. But, I mean, Brian, you know more about this than I do. Do people really watch full games on Twitter? I mean, I'm really not a big social media guy, to be honest with you, Jake. But I would say that I do know that the WWE is up for an Emmy for their uh, series that they had on Facebook not too long ago for some matches. Um, so they might know how to okay, do this. But that, that wasn't – those weren't three-hour episodes either. They were, well, so they were short, digestible – yeah, but there's there's many avenues that for for you know for streaming. You know, you don't have to. And who says you have to go to a specific format, right? Why can't you do all of these? You know, they're, they're, yeah, they're reimagining yeah, sure. the game. They're yeah. reimagining everything. They, they don't have to be on television. Get more eyeballs on it. Find an XFL app. Put it on Facebook. Put it on Twitter. Put it on YouTube. Put it on TV. What, put if, it on they the only, network. what if they only broadcast like the first quarter? On these social media, free for all, just to give a taste. I don't know about that. I will say I watched some uh, Thursday night football on social media last year because Thursday night would be an often night. I would go out to dinner uh, with with uh, my significant other, and we'd go sit there, and I'd want to watch the game. And sometimes (laughs) the place we'd go didn't try to try to talk to you about conversations, and you'd be watching the game on your phone. Oh no, no, we both we both would have it on in this on the side there, on the, leaned up against the cup of water, uh, so that we could keep track of our fantasy players. That's that was for both of us. We both would do, and we'd have meaningful conversation. And in the middle of it, go, oh, you just got a touchdown, honey. Uh, give me a smooch. But social media, you're right. It's all about incorporating all of that together: television, social media, digital streaming. The XFL, I'm sure, will have a plan together. I think the AAF, though, did a really uh, swell job packaging theirs with CBS. Uh, now here for our, our the reason we're here this week, guys, the main reason, and that's football's under attack. It's not going to look the same 
in the next decade. Uh, some people think that this is an awful, awful thing, uh, and it's not only going to change football, but change the very fabric of the United States of America. If you miss this, this is what everyone in the college football world is talking about. It's Larry Fedora, the North Carolina head coach at ACC Media Days. Here is the now infamous clip from earlier this week. I fear that the game will get, will get pushed so far to one extreme that you won't recognize the game 10 years from now. That's what I worry about. And I do believe that if it gets to that point, that, that our country goes down too. All right, Jake. Do you agree with Larry Fedora? Are, are we changing football, making it too safe? And at the end of the day, will our country be going to hell in a handbasket hand because of it? Well, first of all, you have to remember this was in the great state of North Carolina. Okay. Uh, a little different from a lot of other parts of the country there. So, uh, no, I don't believe that the success of our country depends on the success of football. But he's completely right that the game of football is being attacked from the inside. And if it transforms into flag football, uh, guess what? Nobody's going to watch. Jake, Jake, I wasn't on the episode when you were talking about It's an inside job, Brian, I'm telling you. No, but I wasn't on the episode when you guys were talking about, like, how you want the old hard-hitting football and and how you want, you know, uh, know, headshots, everyone. Let's bring it back to the old-school stuff. Times are changing. That that's that's something that's that's gone. You're no longer ever really changing or, or are just certain people just complaining louder than no, they've been. Jake. And people feel Times pressure. are changing, Jake. The problem is the NFL hasn't figured out how to do it right. That's the problem. The NHL does it right. NHL's the game has been better than ever, and they got rid of headshots. They got rid of uh, well, illegal checks to the head, and they're doing NHL right. The NFL oh, just yeah, hasn't figured out how to do it. Maybe in the regular season they've got rid of them. Rid of them. Well, I, I think Larry Fedora is a little bit too doom and gloom here, I, and I don't think football's being attacked, Jake. I, I just think that it, it just really, really needed cleaned up, and there's some there's there's all sorts of nefarious nefarious backdoor kind of deals being made that to to cover up to save money for for the governing bodies of this sport and because of all that yes that yes there's been a backlash but i don't think first of all the the country will will die when football goes away because if it does or if football goes away excuse me it's not going anywhere but if it did, uh, we, we were around before football. We did just fine with just baseball, guys. It was a great time. But football's the new passion for this country. And it will change in the next 10 years. But it's going through its changes. It's been going through it. And it's, it's almost done. I, I think it is going to be eventually it's going to calm down the changes from year to year. And we're almost to that point, and I don't think it's going to go much further than it already has. Larry Fedora was right when he said one thing. The game right now is safer than it's ever been. And we all know, understand that you know, head injuries, CTE, in a sport where you're constantly hitting your head, that's going to happen. So we are now very much aware, and every kid who ever plays is going to be aware of that now and make a conscious decision to play. Larry Fedora was right when he says, because of all the information we have now, the game is safer. Let's just not – he's just – he was just kind of – he went a little too far in saying, come on, we're, we're, we're almost there. Let's not go too far, though. 
So I, I think we're in a good spot. We're almost done. But the XFL is going to be a part of where this this ends up. What will football eventually look like when this evolution process is completed? And that's what the XFL kind of asked this week. But they were asking more about, well, they said style, equipment, and safety. So they did incorporate it. The XFL poll question, guys, if you're the XFL commissioner, would you change anything about the traditional football uniform? Now, keeping in mind Larry Fedora's comments, safety-wise, what can you do to tweak a jersey and tweak a helmet and tweak the pads to make football safer? Is it even possible? Well, I think really the only thing that you could modify would be the helmet. You know, sure, you, you could change you could change the pads some, but, you know, it, it's all about the head, the most important part of the body. And, you know, like, like that old analogy goes, if you want people to drive safer, put a big spike in the middle of the steering wheel. So if you want to change the helmets, then you're going to change the hitting and you're going to change the game itself. It may be safer, but at what cost? I don't, you're putting the onus on the players to play differently and uh, – based on a, a uniform change when you should just be putting the onus on the players to play differently, period. Based on um, the rules you're saying. Yeah. So do you really need to change anything? I mean, maybe you, 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 I don't see how any of this matters. I mean, I, I played football in high school. Alan, I know you did. Jake, did you play football at all? At any no, point I did in your not. Life? I, I mean, I, I, basically like separated my shoulder one day and that had nothing to do with the helmet or anything. It just happened. So, Doing anything to these jerseys or pads or anything is really not. What, what kind of changes can you make for safety? Well, here's now, here's you, one. Now you're here's one. Here's one. Have you ever seen when uh, a soccer goalie wears a helmet? Those little padded helmets. They're very. They look very easily to maneuver in. Not. They're not plastic. They're not those gigantic football helmets that we wear. What if they wore those? Kind of like the old school leather helmets, but. You know, a little bit better technology, uh, more more durable and sleeker, but not something you could use as a weapon like we currently have in football. What if it was something like that? No face mask, just a, a, some protective gear around the skull, and that would definitely change the way players are tackling and approaching the sport. But you keep shoulder pads on, you keep... You know, you're all your lower body extremities covered the way we do, but you just change the helmet like that. What if, what would that, what would football look like if you did that? You want me to spell it out for you? Yes. S A W F T. Soft. Listen, you're, you're going to change the helmet. Sure, it's going to be safer. You're going to change the game, and, and it's not going to be as exciting to watch. You're not going to get plays that you get to see every Sunday. What would be eliminated if you did that? I've never worn one of these things. You know, I've I've seen people wear them. I I don't know how much, you know, impact they can absorb or dish out. So yeah, if, if your number one goal is to make the game safer, go ahead. But if your number one goal is to make money and provide entertainment and provide jobs for people, then this is not the route you want to go. I don't know what plays would be eliminated if you took out the big honking helmets and you went to those soft helmets. You can't tell the running right. back to lower his head and plow the, and plow through the line, right? You can't do those things because if you don't have a helmet to use going as a battering ram, you're not going to be able to lower your head. You're going to hurt yourself. Would you, would you want to dive for the first down 
uh, Rug- know, rugby players out. lower their heads. They don't wear helmets. Yeah, but they're not wearing pads either that are made of like reinforced plastics and 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 whatever PVC and all this crap that hurts. That shit hurts. Sorry, excuse my language. That stuff hurts. You know, I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying I don't know how how much it would destroy football, I'm sure, but there would be pitchforks and and torches, I know. Um, I just don't know why we need these types of changes. I like the more creative stuff, like crop top jerseys. That was that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, <hell> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Got to go to the night. I think top. every least, player when he takes off his helmet should be wearing a headband. One hundred percent. At least the uh, option to be able to modify your jerseys. You know, if you want to write happy bir- happy ninetieth birthday, grandma, on your shoes or socks, go ahead without fear of you know being uh, being fined. Yeah. What what if you could you can do it no more. Yeah, what if you could customize like your face mask like you could put uh, I don't know diamonds on it or something, Jake. Hey, if if you've got the money to do it and it, you know it's it's not going to affect play of the game, <laughs> go ahead. If you want to go if into somebody's... business for yourself and get your own sponsors and put them on the jerseys, go ahead. Oh, there you you, go. you want to get scientific. <laughs> what about getting like some sort of uh adhesive uh, on the jerseys on the outside so that it made it easier for your receivers to catch with the body. Say they, they a pass gets tipped onto a guy's shoulder and it just sits on his shoulder because he's got stickum all over his pads. And you, ha- you could have a really interesting game. A guy could be running down the field with the ball stuck to him. He doesn't know. And then he, it could get ripped off by another guy. That would be really fun, I think. Adhesives on the jerseys. I think you're crossing the line there. I think you're going back to the whole gimmick Too gimmicky. Thing of this entire Too gimmicky. <laughs> it's a really fine line we found out today on today's episode between being too gimmicky and changing the game and tweaking the game to where it needs to be tweaked uh, to, to better it. It's very difficult. I do not envy Oliver Luck. I will say that. But we're here to help this, this and will, talk it out. Yeah, this will be the last thing I kind of say today because it's like – Look, you're you're wanting to change the game at such a broad statement. Who knows what they're changing of the game? This might be football with dresses. We don't even know what they're doing at this point. So maybe they're not even changing the safety aspect of this entire game. They just want 10-minute quarters, and that's how they're changing. You're Who saying knows? this could there's a possibility this entire league could be powder puff. <laughs> I mean, maybe if you just do it one week, you know, if you just do it one week, is that too gimmicky? I don't know. We should have theme games, right? Theme theme weeks. Like we'll have like Michael Jackson week where everybody just dresses like Michael Jackson. Star Wars night. Yeah, exactly. Star Wars week. Well, now you're turning it into now you're turning it into minor league baseball, and nobody wants (laughs) minor league baseball. Um, You know, this is really difficult, but. That's why we're podcasting every week and talking about it because eventually all the ideas are going to be brought up and the best stuff is going to be picked out by Oliver Luck and the people who are running the XFL and hopefully our voices are being heard. Remember, you could have your voice heard. Always can tweet at us, Instagram us, Facebook us, at XFL Show. We'll relay the message to the game makers at the XFL and of course, they're at XFL 2020 if you want to Go straight to them, but uh, we have fun interacting with all of you. Thanks to everybody who voted in our poll this week on broadcasting XFL games. We'll try to put one up each week on Twitter and Instagram. Football's going nowhere. Don't let 
you know, the crazy guy on the corner with a sign saying the end is near, duck and cover. Don't let Larry Fedora no. scare you. Do not let Larry Fedora scare you into doomsday prepping for the end of football. It's here to stay. We've got more leagues than ever, Jake. Football ain't going nowhere. Can we just make a pact now that the jerseys we get, we're going to cut them off and wear them to the first game altogether? <laughs> I don't, I don't, even if they don't sell crop top XFL jerseys, I think we'll all be getting them to show off that navel because the baddest football players do that. Um, for next week, though, uh, we'll get into more of whatever comes up this week. If any XFL news breaks, you know, you'll be able to find it here, and we will be talking about it right here. Everything that matters when it comes to the XFL. Right here on this is the XFL show. Yes, Bryant. Can I make a request? Sorry. Uh, if I'm going to this uh, AAF tryout thingy, I'd love to have like questions people want me to ask the players. So if they can send us, DM us their questions, that'd be great. Yes, you send us your questions you want us to ask at AAF tryouts. They're coming up. We will be there at XFL show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And remember, we offer still stands. We will pay you for your tryout. DM us at XFL Show on Twitter if you want to try out for the Alliance of American Football and don't want to pay that tryout fee. Bryant's going to pay your entry fee. Right, Bryant? I mean, I, I thought this was a collective thing, but okay. All right. I guess I'll chip in, too. Yeah, Sounds like confirmation. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next week, for Jake and Bryant, I'm Alan. This has been the XFL Show. Remember, they're listening.